The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. We're going to talk some hoops today. We talked hoops yesterday with Andy Herzer, uh, alumnus of North Carolina Asheville, which our guest today knows all about. That's MTSU men's basketball Coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, been another crazy year. I've been trying to get us hooked up together, but it's always one thing here on my end, usually. But anyway, glad glad you're joining us today. Uh, your Blue Raiders um scheduled tonight to open up conference play uh, at home against uh, San Antonio. I know you're really looking forward to that, and obviously – the info came out that there was some COVID issues. So I guess first and foremost, I mean, are you thinking, oh, my gosh, here we go again? Or do you think it'll just be a little blip on the radar, hopefully? Well, that's what we're hoping for is that it's uh, more of a, a blip on the radar. I think, um, you know, obviously this this time around this year uh, where we've all uh, kind of gotten accustomed to the disruptions, for one, but also – uh, not only in athletics, but uh, in other facets, have have learned how to cope with it, deal with it. Um, you know, obviously, we have vaccines now and and protocols in place as far as distancing and masking that will hopefully uh, allow for this year's disruptions to be uh, minimized as compared to in the past. Uh, you know, fortunately, our our guys that did test positive uh, had mild symptoms and are uh, are starting to feel better. And your guys are vaccinated, right? Is that correct? That's correct. You know, we are uh, our entire program. We're 100% vaccinated. Coaches, players, managers, GAs, uh, sports information, anybody that's in our travel party is completely vaccinated and and some uh, boosted as well. And, um, you know, unfortunately with this Omicron variant, uh, just kind of got into our locker room and, uh, and, and spread amongst our team. All right, Joel. Hopefully, um, I know you're postponed this week. Uh, is there a, is there a window there for makeups of this of these games, or one of them at least? Well, there there are um, that will end up having to come from the league office uh, to to try to get with uh, both uh, administrations and and find a time, find a date that potentially works for both. Uh, not everybody obviously has the same bye weeks, and uh, that that makes it more challenging. So 
Uh, and not everybody each week plays on Thursday, Saturday. Some are on Wednesday, Saturday. Sometimes you're on Thursday, Sundays throughout the course of this year. And so it, it, it may be uh, challenging for us to, to find those uh, open windows where we can replace those games. It, it certainly wouldn't be both at the same time, uh, but we may find windows to get one one week and one another week throughout the year. And obviously we hope we're able to do that. You know, we were looking forward to these uh, the, the conference opener and definitely don't want to lose home games in league play. So we're really hoping we can find a, a window to replace those games. Yeah, because home has been sweet home for the uh, Blue Raiders this year, 6-0. and And I know that's important to – I mean, you, you got if you're going to compete for championships, obviously you've got to win some on the road, but um, – you got to take care of the home court. That has, and you've played some good teams at home this year. You nailed it. If you want to, to, to be towards the top of your league, you have to win your home games. Uh, we've talked about that, uh, and we do talk about that often, is you have to hold serve at home. Uh, we're 6-0 and here this year, and as you said, we've beaten some good teams here at home, and uh, obviously UTSA and, and UTEP are two good teams in our league, and um, you know, but we were we were definitely looking forward to, to having more home games. Um, you know, we've got some coming up on the road, and as you said, you gotta you gotta go steal some on the road uh, to get towards the top. And uh, we'll have to find a way to do that as well uh, moving forward. When you look at your um, your your record, you're nine and four overall. Your four losses. I think the teams there, the teams you lost to, they're compiled records like 38 and 15 something like that um so you, you've played good tough competition on the road what has been the difference um on the road as far as getting over those humps because you had opportunities really in about, about all those games we did um you know i i think we've got to do first of all we just got to do a better job of uh, defending on the road. Uh, we just gave up too many points in two of our, our games uh, early. That was uh, at Murray State. Uh, we scored 87 but gave up 93. Uh, at, at Stephen F. Austin, uh, they scored 87. I mean, we had 74 points on the road. Uh, usually that's good enough to help you win. Uh, at Ole Miss, I thought we did a great job of defending. We just uh, we, we didn't make any shots. We, I think that night we ended up three for 27 from three. And uh, you have a normal shooting night, uh, even, you know, nine for 27, talking about another 18 points, uh, we lost by 10. And uh, I thought that night our guys played really hard, defended well, rebounded well, uh, just uh, didn't make enough outside shots to win the game. And, uh, you know, when you're on the road, you, you've got to either make, make shots or really, really take care of the ball. And uh, in, in several of those instances, we were just okay at both. Uh, turnovers too high. Uh, our turnovers, when we've had 12 or less, uh, we've won all of our games. Uh, when we're 13-plus, uh, we've lost. And so our, our turnovers have to, to be down. Now, our pace of play is uh, fairly high, so more possessions. Uh, there's more opportunities for that. Uh, but at the same time, you, you can't go on the road and not shoot well and have 15, 16, 17 turnovers and beat teams like Murray State, Stephen F. Austin, Ole Miss, or UT Chat. Um, you know, several of those teams are either picked to win their league or be in the top two or three. 
and then you're also talking about going on the road in the SEC. So uh, you don't have to play perfect to win those games, but you've got to play really well. And I thought we played really hard, uh, but just didn't play good enough to win those games. I mean, you take the Ole Miss game. I know you're not in moral victory business by any stretch of the imagination, but just the way that game played, I mean, it was a 10-point game at the end, but it was a closer game throughout and, and was, you know, like you said, you knock down a couple shots that can kind of swing momentum and things like that. But I think it shows how leaps and bounds your team has come because, you know, they were just too much to handle the last couple times you played them. They were. We, we were uh, just too inexperienced uh, and not deep enough on our bench uh, to compete with teams like that. And now we're, we're at a point where, uh, we can play deeper into our bench now. Obviously, we don't we don't have a, a LeBron James who's our clear cut. He's the best player on our team and one of the best players in our league. But we we've got uh, guys that are eight, nine, and ten aren't guys that you you feel worried about when they go in the game. Uh, we're not at that that point either. And so, uh, really, one through ten, we've got a lot of guys that we're uh, confident in and can play. And when they go in there, they're contributing. Um, and so we've got a whole, you know, a slew of guys that are playing anywhere from 12 to 13 to 25, 26 minutes a night. And it allows us to soak up foul trouble. Uh, when a particular guy may not be playing well that night, you can still sub somebody in, and that sub is capable as well. And so I really like the depth of our team, uh, the quality of our players. Uh, they're, they're playing together. Uh, they're playing really hard. And uh, when you've got some size and some length, uh, along with those other qualities, you've got a chance to have uh, a good team and a good season. You know, you're talking about turnovers when you can control them, keep them to a minimum. Um, you've been successful. You know, I look at your, you know, stats don't always tell anything, but I think there's certain things you can get out of them. Uh, you guys have 180 turnovers this year. Your, but your opponents have 222, so that, that's a pretty wide gap. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that's one thing that we do talk about. Obviously, uh, you talk about turnover margin. It, it's huge in the sport of football, but it's also big in our sport as well. Uh, you just can't uh, give up too many possessions to your opponents. You can't spot them uh, by having more turnovers than they do or get be, getting beat on the offensive glass. Uh, you're just you're spotting your opponent uh, more possessions than than what you're going to have on the offensive end, and that makes it extremely difficult. So what we we try to do is uh, impress upon the other team uh, needing to play deeper into their bench than than potentially they're they're comfortable with because of where we feel the quality of our bench is, but also to try to generate those turnovers. Um, and, and sometimes that those turnovers are due to fatigue, either mental fatigue because you've been pressing uh, for a large majority of the game, or it's physical fatigue because they, they've chosen not to play deep into their bench, but you're continuing to force the tempo. So uh, that it's, it's proved to, to be uh, beneficial for us in several key games, particularly in the last five to six minutes of the game. Uh, you know, unless the team has some poor ball handlers, uh, you, you may not generate those turnovers uh, in the first half or perhaps the first 30 minutes of the game, uh, but th- they can come in, in a flurry to where you get, you get three or four over a five or six possession count, 
and it changes a, a four or five point game in your favor to a 10 or 11 point game in your favor uh, as, as you're going down the stretch of the game. We're joined today by Nick McDevitt, head men's basketball coach at MTSU. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. secret in Murfreesboro? Well, it's Steered Straight Thrift Store, a nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615-396-8987. God bless. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Again, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joining us today. Coach, um, speaking at stats, I think every coach of ever seen when they bring them their box score uh, at the end of the game to the press room, they look at it, and they look at field goal percentage. Uh, what's a, What did the opponent shoot? Um, you've done a really good job. You're holding your opponents to about 42% while you guys are shooting almost 46%. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's usually a telltale sign of uh, where was your opponent taking guarded or unguarded shots. You know, uh, they're, they're, you're going to have some nights where uh, a great player on the other team is, is making those guarded and difficult uh, shots. But uh, usually when a team's field goal percentage is high, they either are getting 
uh, wide open shots on the perimeter or too many looks close to the basket. And neither are good for your team. And so uh, I, I think because of our length, uh, our team length, our ability to uh, play multiple defenses and the ability to, to switch uh, on-ball actions, you know, we, we don't have three, four, five small guards. That is guards in the 5'10 to 6-foot range uh, and three or four guys that are big in the 6'9 to 7-foot range to where you can't switch on-ball action. Uh, generally, that's you, you're, as soon as uh, any kind of ball screen happens and you're having to hard hedge or soak the ball screen, things like that, it, it puts your team in rotation mode. And when you can switch that, uh, it, it doesn't cause the rest of your team to have to, to be in rotation. And we've got bigger guards like Cam Weston at 6'3 and Eli Lawrence at 6'5. And think about Justin Buford and uh, Tiafiel Leonard at 6'6 and 6'7. Uh, and playing with bigs like Elias King at 6'8", and Tyler Millen at 6'7". Those guys are like-sized players, and so we're not in constant rotation mode on the defensive end of the floor. And, you know, you mentioned, I think, um, Buford's averaging the most minutes around 27 a game. Um, you're, you're, out re- you're holding your own on the boards. You've out-rebounded your opponents for the year, but that's kind of been about a – a committee type thing, and I guess that's the advantageous part of having big guards. Uh, they can help you on the glass as well, for sure. And that's one thing that uh, we've stressed with our team is that there are going to be nights where somebody like DeAndre Dishman, he may not be a high volume rebounder, uh, but if he's doing his job, then neither is the opponent's big man. It's not always uh, him getting eight, nine, ten rebounds. But there's been nights where uh, our, the, the opponent's big man may be averaging seven, eight, nine rebounds, and, and it's really his job. You may not get it, but don't let him get it either, and the rest of our team can clean those up. And so, um, you know, we've got to, as we get into league play, make sure that, that we're really good in that area. We talked about the turnovers earlier, uh, but being able to get second-chance opportunities and limit your opponent from getting those is uh, the, those are the, the kind of the hidden wars in the game where you're trying to win that possession count. And uh, if you can get two or three more O boards and have three or four fewer turnovers than your team, uh, then when, you, when you've got six or seven more possessions than your opponent, uh, it gives you a, a really good chance to win games. Well, Coach, we talked about the, the teams you had, that defeated you, but um, you got some nice wins. When you talk about teams like – Winthrop, Mercer, Coastal Carolina. I, I thought that was a really good win against Coastal and had really that conference game type feel to it. Um, I guess, how encouraged are you by that? Because, uh, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, those are games maybe last year, the year before, you probably don't win those. You've been able to take care of your business in those games. No, I agree with you. You know, the, the, the Coastal Carolina game, uh, I thought, was uh, a, a game where both teams played really well and do what, did what they needed to do to win the game. You know, when you think about trying to go win a game on the road, you've got to have your best players play really well. And Coastal Carolina came in here and their best players played really well. Uh, two of the guards uh, shot the ball extremely well, uh, and then their post player had 19 and 10. And that's what you got to have to go win on the road. 
But in order to keep an opponent from doing that, uh, we handled our business as well. Uh, we had six guys scoring double figures in that game. Uh, we, we won uh, a really tough, hard-fought game. And as you mentioned, that, that's perhaps one that we haven't been able to get in the past. You think about Mercer, a really good team in the SOCON, uh, and, and a couple of high major transfers, and we were able to win uh, that tournament down in Cancun on a neutral floor against a really good team. And that's something we talked to, uh, to our players about is whether it's winter for Coastal, you've got to be able to beat good teams at home, and you've got to be able to carry energy and effort uh, on a neutral floor and beat quality opponents. I mean, that's, that's life in, in, in the Conference USA tournament. Uh, it's going to be on a neutral floor against a really good team. And uh, you, you, you're not at home, but neither are they. And uh, it's, it's going to come down to execution and your effort. And uh, it, was, it was really good to see that, uh, like in the Ryder game, uh, we were able to, to come from behind um, against a, a good team without being at home and, and having to feed off uh, crowd energy and crowd noise. Uh, we had to do it ourselves, and I was really proud of our team for, for what they were able to do down in Cancun. Um, you've got three players averaging double figures, and then you got like six or seven anywhere from six to eight and a half a game. So uh, that obviously does. I know you talked about your depth. Uh, uh, you got guys that just can't come in and do one thing. They can do everything pretty well. Yeah, and that's that's uh, I think makes you hard to prepare for and hard to defend. You can't just game plan if you're an opponent to say if we can really do the job on this guy here who's averaging 22 a night, they don't have enough firepower uh, to play in the 70s. They, they the other guys just aren't good enough, and that's not our team. You know, we we've, we've got guys that uh, have the ability to score in the high 20s and 30s. Uh, we've seen that in the past, whether it's been Donovan Sims in the high 20s, uh, Eli Lawrence in the high 20s, Josh Jefferson in the 30s over the course of their careers. Uh, so we've got multiple guys that can do it. Uh, but at the same time, that's not who they have to be night in and night out. Other guys are able to step up, uh, make shots, make plays, help us win in a, in a variety of ways. And I, I just think that makes you better to where you're not relying on a single person to have to carry the load every single night. We're joined by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. We'll take a quick pause and be right back. not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio WGNS. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. 
Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and the Conference USA women's basketball season will get underway tonight in San Antonio for Middle Tennessee. The Lady Raiders return to the court this week with a pair of games against Texas Conference foes. The Lady Raiders go into the weekend with a record of 8-2. Open Conference USA play tonight at 7 o'clock against UTSA, and then will face UTEP on New Year's Day. Tip-off time tonight is 7 o'clock. Dick Palmer will have the countdown to tip-off beginning at 6.30 right here on WGNS. Saturday's game, by the way, 2 p.m. Central Time for a game that's played uh, out at UTEP. They will be on the air at 1.30. Last time out, Middle Tennessee Edge, Southern Illinois, to wrap up non-conference action at the Murphy Center, highlighted by a four-point play at the two-minute mark to give Middle a two-point lead. Jalen Gregory finished with a career-high 27 points. And how good are the Blue Raiders defensively? The following is where Middle Tennessee ranks nationally in several categories. Right now, eighth in the nation, an opponent three-point shooting percentage, only 22.3%. And tied for 35th in the country in scoring defense and uh, holding opponents to 54.5 points per game. Offensively, Middle is 10th in three-point field goals at 9.9, tied for 27th in three-point field goals, made with 99, and Whitson plays 38.6 minutes per game, which is good enough for third in the country. All right, uh, 
UTSA finished its non-conference schedule three and eight. The Roadrunners dropped their first three games and six of its first seven before winning back-to-back games against Dartmouth and UTRGV. That's Rio Grande Valley. Used to be Texas Pan American. UTSA went up against three Power Five schools, including Texas A&M, on December twentieth. Elsewhere around Conference USA today and tonight, Louisiana Tech plays at Marshall. You have. Uh, Southern Miss playing at Western Kentucky and UAB at UTEP. There are two games postponed, FAU at Charlotte and FIU at Old Dominion. All right, Middle Tennessee's men, of course, uh, not playing. They were scheduled to play, be playing at 4 o'clock today, but uh, today's game and Saturday's game also against UTSA and UTEP, but at home uh, postponed due to COVID test within the Blue Raider program. Uh, all Middle Tennessee players have been vaccinated, uh, but there were uh, numerous positives that came up as they returned from the Christmas break. The Blue Raiders' next scheduled games are January 6th and 8th at Rice and North Texas, uh, respectively. Elsewhere in the league tonight, uh, Charlotte and Florida Atlantic also postponed. Old Dominion will play at FIU. UTEP at UAB. Western at Southern Miss has now been postponed. And Marshall and Louisiana Tech uh, will play tonight in Ruston. So three men's and two women's games are postponed due to COVID issues uh, in Conference USA today. Don't forget, our first basketball radio shows of the season will be Monday at uh, 6 o'clock for Coach Ensel, 7 o'clock for Coach McDevitt. They will be at the Boulevard here in Murfreesboro. All right, that's it for this Thursday. We'll wrap up the year coming up tomorrow. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, um, you talked about we, we touched on some players. Um, uh, j- Josh Jefferson, a, 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 a transfer in from Green Bay. Uh, what has he brought to the table for you? And it looks, it, it, it appears that he's really blended in well with your your guys. He has been a great addition to our team. He's a terrific teammate, a great locker room guy. He's low maintenance, uh, both on and off the floor. He just goes about his business. Uh, the right way every day. Uh, he just made it the right stuff, and we were really fortunate to, to get him. Uh, we liked him, uh, obviously, uh, when we were recruiting him. 
we're we were happy that we got him. Uh, but he's he's better than what I thought. And when I say that, he's better for our team. Uh, he, he shoots it well, uh, but he, his his numbers aren't actually as high as uh, as what he has the ability, or at least the way that he has the ability to shoot the ball. But he's just been a great addition to our team uh, in so many ways. Uh, he doesn't turn it over. He leads our team in minutes, uh, but has ten turnovers on the season. Uh, and if you put his minutes played to his raw number of turnovers, he's averaging a turnover about every 36 minutes of action. And for for a guard, uh, that's uh, he, his his usage rate, or at least how often that ball's in his hands, isn't extremely high. I mean, we don't ask him to come off ball screens every time down the floor. But at the same time, a guy that's uh, played the amount of minutes that he has uh, to only have 10 turnovers. Yes, he, he shoots it well. Yes, obviously we saw Murray scored 30-plus, uh, but it's just uh, how good he is in huddles, his leadership. He's a six-year senior, so uh, there's just so many good things that he brings to the table for our team. I'll tell you one thing I like about your club. you got two guards in um, Jefferson and Donovan Sim shooting – uh, 96 and 94 percent at the free throw line. You, you get into conference games, you know, that are decided in the last three to five minutes. Uh, that rebounding and knocking them free throws down are key. There's no doubt about it, Monty. Uh, you know, when when you're not having to to worry about uh, bad shooting free throw uh, guards, uh, that that's a, a luxury to. You know, when you get the ball in bounds, and no matter whether it's Donovan or Josh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that they've still only missed three free throws between the two of them yeah. the season. And uh, when you talk about being able to put guys that uh, on the line that can put the game away, uh, that's really important. You know, it was uh, our home game here against Coastal where uh, Justin Buford, uh, did a terrific job at the end. They were started intentionally fouling him, and he went eight for nine in that game from the free throw line. So you're you're dead right. The ability to knock down free throws in tight games, as that one was, is extremely important. And we've got some guys that can do that. Um, any of your newcomers? I mean, other than Jefferson, who are some of those maybe have surprised you that have also blended in well? Well, I, I really like the, the, the entirety of the group. You know, our, our young guys like Justin Buford, uh, man, he, he plays hard. I mean, if, if you ask any of our guys, he's probably the hardest playing guy. What you see on game day, he does it every day. In practice, in a workout, uh, he just brings a high level of effort. Uh, Tiafiel Leonard um, is a true freshman. Uh, and so to, to have a, a young player with his – size and length and athleticism he's uh been a big addition to our team he just brings a um just something different out there you know what i mean he's just long he's he's uh leads our team in block shots he gets big time rebounds uh putbacks uh he's always open up around the rim and, and they're just high motor guys uh when when you when you have young players uh sometimes they don't quite understand how hard you have to play to win at this level. You know, they've gotten by with size and talent in high school. And you think about JB at 6'6", and T, 
at six seven. Those two guys uh, also have motors. I mean, they play hard all the time. And when you can do that as a young player and have other older guys that also understand how hard you have to play but are also experienced, uh, that's, a, that's a good combo for your team. And, of course, Eli Lawrence, he's a guy we saw flashes from certainly a lot last year. I know he was freshman of the week one week. Um, um, but then maybe – did have a good game next. He looks like he's making that tr- transition from one year to the next and has gotten better in the off season. He really has. Uh, you know, and a lot of it's just uh, that maturation process. You know, he, he's a guy that I do think understood how hard you had to play. He, he's never been a, 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 you know, a loafer on the floor, uh, but also uh, has just, Simplified his game, uh, not uh, not quite. A, doesn't take quite as many chances on the floor uh, with the basketball, and he's just become a lot more solid. Uh, again, you t- we talked about Josh Jefferson and his lack of turnovers. Uh, Eli has 13 on the season in 13 games, and uh, when you've got a, a six-five wing uh, that can make plays on both ends of the floor but also with the ball in his hands, isn't erratic and throwing it to the wrong team. Uh, it, it, it has allowed him to make a big jump. And uh, certainly our team wouldn't be where we are without uh, Eli having made the jump that he has. Of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Donovan Sims. Um, uh, he's going to have his doctoral degree by the time he gets out of here, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, you, you you can't ask for a better person, a better human being to be a part of your program than Donovan Sims. Uh, obviously, most of Murfreesboro knows him and his family, uh, but for what you see uh, when you're around him and his family, whether it's his parents or his sisters, they they come they are just made of the right stuff. Uh, his parents have done a terrific job of raising him. I would leave my kids with him and not think twice about whether they were okay. Uh, they love Donovan, and for the right reasons. You know, he, he uh, goes about his business every day the right way. Uh, he's a really good player on the floor. Uh, we Everybody gets to see that. He's fun to watch. He knows how to play. He's unselfish. He's a great teammate. But, man, that, that, that young man – is a great human being, and I, I don't care what he chooses to do going forward, he will be great at it uh, because uh, he works and he, he's, uh, he's fun to be around. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach, uh, join us again. The Blue Raiders games against um, um, UTEP and Texas San Antonio, uh, canc- not canceled, postponed due to some COVID issues. They'll be back in action next week at Rice in North Texas. And uh, when I think of North Texas, you know, I think the coach, uh, one of those teams that, could cut down the nets, and Rice, also a, a, a good, formidable opponent on the road. So, uh, tough tough road swing to, to open the conference with. Yeah, we went from opening up league play at home to opening up on the road uh, down in Texas. Uh, but uh, such is life. Can't control that. Uh, two really good coaches. Uh, I have a lot of respect for both Scott Perra and Grant McCaslin. Uh, they've always got their teams prepared. Uh, they're both off to a good start. Um, Rice just went through uh, some COVID issues of their own, uh, but are, are kind of coming back out of that uh, a little bit ahead of us. Uh, North Texas, uh, obviously, has is, is, uh, been a championship team, a championship caliber team in this league over the last several years. Uh, they lost Javion Hamlet, uh, their best player, and uh, the player of the year in our league. Uh, but they still have a, a really good nucleus of players returning. And no matter who's wearing their uniform, uh, Grant does a great job with them. And uh, this year's no different. They're good, and we'll have to play really well uh, to get either one of those games on the road. When you um, look at the league uh, this year, I guess, you know, you, I'm sure you pay, keep up with what other teams are doing. Um, you know, obviously Western T- Kentucky's got – Two really nice wins. They do. They've got uh, some terrific wins. They, they've gone through uh, different issues as well, whether it's been trying to get guys eligible, a couple guys hurt, uh, and, and uh, they're kind of starting to round into shape. Obviously, they beat Ole Miss on a neutral floor uh, and then beat Louisville at home. Uh, but uh, they are really talented. They've got a 7-5 shot blocker. Uh, that makes life very difficult for you. They play a lot of zone with uh, with him, so that uh, they they really force you to to make outside shots. And uh, when you don't, uh, you're in trouble. You, it's hard to get easy against them uh, because of their zone and his ability to block shots around the basket. Uh, 
Uh, you look at UAB, they've got a very, very talented roster. Uh, they're really deep, they're big, they're athletic. Um, Louisiana Tech has one of the best posts in our league. Um, it, you know, and Kenneth Lofton, uh, a six-seven, three hundred pound uh, lefty. Uh, th- those three teams are uh, very good. They're talented, um, but I think there there are multiple other uh, teams um, that you know that that have a chance to to finish towards the top of the league. And uh, such is life in a good league, which this is. You, you've got to play well night in and night out, whether it's playing against those teams or the teams we just mentioned with North Texas and Rice coming up. You know, you used to, when I look at standings, I'd start looking at them, you know, about now, you know, and then they would also have their RPI out there, which is what they used, you know, as part of the formula to, you know, who who gets at-large bids, who don't. Um, it's called net now, and I, I noticed that um, UAB was 49th, North Texas 67, and you guys won 23. So, I mean, that's got to be a huge leap from where you were last year. Um, explain the NET. Is it similar to RPI? There, there are similarities. Uh, there's just, uh, you know, kind of different formulas and different factors that go into it. Uh, you know, it, it takes into account, uh, you know, whether you were playing an opponent at home, on the road, neutral. Uh, you have quad, what's considered a quad one, a quad two, three, and four game. Uh, so it, it takes uh, those kind of things into account. But, yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't know where we are at the moment uh, in terms of out of the teams in our league. But for the majority of the non-conference uh, year, We've been somewhere in the top five in Conference USA in terms of the net. Uh, most of the time we were four uh, behind uh, uh, the teams that you just mentioned with UAB, North Texas, and Louisiana Tech. And, uh, you know, to, to be kind of right on the hills and right in, the, in there with them uh, is a little bit of a, a testament to, to how, our, how well our team has played and uh, some of the quality wins that we've been able to, to put on the board so far. In the just in college basketball uh, overall this year, we've seen so many teams that can win on a given night. Uh, I know we say it every year, but uh, and, and of course, till somebody beats Baylor, you know they're still the champs. But um, I mean, just your thoughts about college uh, basketball in general? Uh, I just think there's a lot of parity. Um, you know, there, there's. Uh, now, just things have changed uh, over the last couple of years and your ability to go from it, – it's more about roster management uh, than necessarily program management, and that is uh, due to the transfer portal. And now, uh, just recently, the last year or so, the ability for first-time transfers to play right away. And so uh, now, unlike just two or three years ago, you have the ability to uh, see a big change in the quality of your team. You know, obviously you always want that to be to the positive side, but real quickly you, you, you uh, can see big swings the other way as well for teams because of graduation, uh, a couple of transfers, uh, this guy gets hurt, and now your team is extremely different than it was 12 months earlier. And to the flip side of that, uh, you can bring in, uh, a couple of 
young quality freshmen, uh, supplement that with a couple of older transfers. Uh, your current players get older, and now all of a sudden uh, your your team is very different in the positive direction as well. Uh, so it it, it uh, you know I just think there's so many teams that uh, that are that are able to compete uh, now more than ever uh, with with some of the big boys, so to say, because of uh, the the way you can put together a roster and your team from year in and year out. All right, Coach, it was great to catch up with you. Wish we were following you to, uh, th- this evening, but we'll get you back on the court and look forward to following the Blue Raiders' success in Conference USA this year. Perfect. Sounds great, Monty. Thanks for having me today. Thanks a lot. That's Nick McDevitt again. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. <laughs>